every now and then. I was raised to believe. What's good, people? This is the Demo Team Podcast at night. Facts. Facts. We're the only podcast supporting your addiction to Dance Gavin Dance. How you doing, David? On this lovely Monday evening. Well, to be honest, Cash, I just woke up from a nap on this Monday evening, and it was very nice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm doing just fine. Shoot, how you, how you doing, uh, Ryan? Feeling pretty good, man. I'm just hanging out. I'm ready to talk about this acceptance speech, man. We're about to finish this off, and I mean, the first song on the list, like, it's only appropriate that we finally get like the original OG lineup. We've had guests in the past. <laughs> Take our place, but we got the the power four here. We're getting we're, the, gonna, we're getting the band back together. Oh yeah, this, yeah. This the is the reunion DVM tour. <laughs> what about you, Moses? Oh uh, man, I'm chilling. A uh, big shout out to Zach and Joey Holiday for uh, filling in during our absences for sure. But yeah, I'm ready to. To get started, glad to have the team back together. Let's do this shit. Yes, sir. All right, so we got demo team first, and obviously, it's a pretty special song to us, I'd say, right? Ah, uh, dude, like, even if I didn't meet y'all, like, it would have been special, honestly. But yeah, of course, like, of course, this title track is a uh, well, name. our title track. <laughs> it's the name of the podcast which uh i think i i think i was the one that threw it out there but i just threw it out there because i thought it sounded cool for a podcast title like i don't think i had any actual like i like i like the song but it's like not a favorite of mine yeah it was you know what i mean just the only, it was the only one that we all agreed on <laughs> yeah I feel like I had that broad spectrum. Like it, it didn't feel like it was like a complete lift. It had like connotations that could mean something yeah. different. Yeah, that was Zach asked last about it. I would have thought honestly. Zach asked us about it last week, and um, I guess I kind of expl- like it had like multiple meanings, I guess, or multiple ways it could be interpreted, which kind of made it work for us. Because I mean, we were brand new, so and it also just works because. We're a team, and that's the name of Dance Gavin Dance song. And we're interviewing bands. So. I think like I think a marionette asked us that question once, didn't they? I think like they did. Bands that make her dance. Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a marionette. It was um, Anna Maria. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, I get but you. I think um, we had other people ask us that too. Shit. Yeah, it's a it's a recurring question, but I always like that. It like like. Like the one meaning that it could be just like we're listening to demos for music, and it's just like that's cool, or we're destroying shit. Like either yeah, way, it, it works well, I mean, out. <laughs> my thing was like it's um, we're it works for demo team because like we're breaking, we're we're like demolition team, like we're breaking down the songs. I need to be more objective. I need to I need to start dismantling shit. You know what I mean? You just gotta be more punny. There you go. You don't have to be that deep, just punny. It'll make more sense. Dude, I love the deep. We're uh, <laughs> we're breaking down songs, but we're also breaking new bands. Like hence, 
they're passing their demos to us. And we're breaking them down because we're the demo because yeah. it's as a demolition team because that's what they do break destroy buildings and stuff. I just want to break want, you down so badly. That's what I was gonna say. See, <laughs> we're, maybe we're also breaking we're down ourselves because I was that's breaking exactly down each other. <laughs> breaking down the walls between us. <laughs> Put your hand to the speaker, listener. We're here with you. We're going to go through this. All right, so demo team. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, first, first off the bat, the drums in this song are, are sick. Matt kills it. Um, I like the overcommitment to, I guess, the overproduction of Tillian's voice in this song. Oh, I agree. Because, you know, like, that's my main problem with this album is, like, how auto-tuned his voice sounds so the fact that they like went full in um where it kind of sounded like t-pain doing post hardcore i kind of dug that you know for like not not for a whole album but for a song (laughs) um i i think uh somewhere they said that the effects at at the beginning uh were to poke fun at other rise bands that were using similar effects so you know Dance Gavin Dance once again. Fair. Throwing some shade. But I enjoy the um enjoy the verses in the song where it kind of picks up and goes into a breakdown. Uh, you know, before reading that that intro chorus part, like Matt Matt's drumming's just kind of off the chain. And um during that breakdown that occurs around like the one minute 55 mark there's like a third guitar that's like i don't know it sounds interesting it's almost kind of off-putting and it almost sounds like a fly or a bee buzzing around your ear or kind of like a a buzz saw i never picked up on it until i sat down and listened to the instrumentals like do you guys know what i'm talking about uh actually yeah i know what you're talking about but it's it reminds, like when I said, like on the first episode of this, I was talked about how it reminded me of Eddie Van Halen because, like, he would do, he would make sound effects like that with his guitar. The late Eddie Van Halen now, but yeah, honestly, I think you're talking about the part where it goes like dun 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 dun, and then it goes into like this breakdown where it's like dun 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 like that whole deal. Like, is that yeah, yeah? But there's a so while that while that like the rhythm is happening and then like the little uh lead part that you were mouthing there's like a third guitar that just goes like something like that maybe dude i don't know (laughs) no no there is for sure yeah you gotta listen to it uh like like really focus on the instrumental and like once you get to that part just kind of like i don't know i was like whoa what the hell i never really paid attention to that before oh, yeah. this song oh, yeah, and the next song death of a robot both have a lot of really cool like guitar layering on it really intricate stuff yeah i actually have that for the next song as well so i i think that at david actually mentioned before that this song's like about jerking off <laughs> and there's there's like a whole reddit post that analyzes almost every like lyrical line from the song and it and it explains how it's related to 
to beating your meat. See, I thought that was interesting. Oh, did he mess up his rotator cuff doing it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's like, like every line, just kind of uh, that. I don't know. The person offers like, I, I guess, kind of like a like a detailed description of like this is why this is related to beating your meat. <laughs> Fuck up his rotator cuff. He needs Dutch rudders now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Literally, the opening line is like, uh, like obvious as fuck with it. Like, I, dude, right? I was like, that. dude, how do you mess up your rotator cuff? With, that's like that, that's a lot of arm movement. Like, I mean, if you're going skiing, you know the risks are deadly, dude. Yeah, maybe you fall on them, like land on it. You fall? Way. Well, you fell. Off your bed, landing on your shoulder. I mean, have, yeah, Cash, like, that's pretty often. I mean, <laughs> it's a high risk sport, dude. It's like WWE, you know, dude. Don't try this at home. He he, uh, really hurt himself, you know, trying to get those porcelain shooters I mean, out. I have heard of the whole going blind thing, but not the rotator cuff. That's a little. That's a pretty extreme. Does he have like like furry palms or something in this song? Honestly, like one of the, one of these times, I I think I almost threw out my hip while jamming out to demo team, dude. Like I thought you were gonna say something else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Moses, but like no, nah, I, I gotta agree with your point though. Like you said, Matt's drumming's off the chain. I wanna like go further and say like, dude, Matt and Will, dude. Like I think like this is like a good testament for like their uh, chemistry. Like, and, you know, how they put the drums together with the guitar and just, like, either way, like, the chemistry is just super heavy and, like, they know it, uh, like, uh, mainly it's just, like, Matt's drum pattern over just, like, some angsty, like, ominous as fuck guitar, like, chords and shit like that, like, yeah, it's, like, it's... they just, set, like, set up, like, this super angsty vibe and everything, and, of course, you know, you got John screaming over it, and it's, like, it, like I said, I... I don't know, like, this is, like, a pretty uh, distinctive vibe for a DGD song, like, it, like, it's, like, on, it has, if anything, like, on Doom and Gloom, like, I know it was, like, kind of angsty and, like, you know, had that vibe already, but I feel like this is, like, it dives into that, but, like, cranks it up to an 11, and it's just all out heavy, and I, I, I love it for that. <laughs> yeah, rhythmically, it's very, very good, Seriously. especially, Will, Will's doing really cool stuff, too. Dude, I'm a sucker for that shit too. Like, just like really catchy rhythms, and, and like I said, they just make it heavy, and, and then these little funky riffs throughout. Like, actually, I kind of like this one how it's not nearly as funky. Like, I think I kind of like a lot of how this album like isn't like they, they obviously dance got dance got funkier later on in the Tillian era, but era, but like I like this album a lot because it's has it seems like it's more heavy and more. Less pocket, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's kind of in this like middle ground, like just straight up post hardcore, but like, like type also of vibe. Kind of weird in that way too. Moses, I believe, didn't you say that Martin Bianchini was actually you know featured on this or on yes. of acceptance speech? Uh, yeah, I think they. I think Will said he probably wrote like ten percent of the riffs. What? No way. Yeah. Dude, yeah, like, I had no idea until you just told me then. It's like a whole like, song. That makes so much sense. Like, yeah, I, like, 
acceptance speech is way like more like kind of aggressive and just like it yeah it's uh it's, it's definitely got like a distinctive like quality like i don't know and i believe sergio is even you know featured on it too so it's like just like a lot of great minds working you know mixed in the pot you know i don't think sergio was featured on this album uh i only saw martin hmm. get a credit I, I th- I think I heard I mean, somewhere that was like, Sergio video. even a thing back then. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, was, right. This was yeah, Stolas. Yeah. This was twenty ten. Yeah, I guess Stolas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely oh, right. he was a yeah. lad kicking his feet. Um, but no, like I just I think I heard like an interview somewhere like, what is it? Mr. Sergio like was helping back you know as far as back as like even like acceptance speech like twenty thirteen or something like that like he just helped out here and there. Weird. You did not get a credit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. At least want to fact check me. I'm looking at the credits myself. I mean, maybe it's Josh Benton wearing the Sergio disguise, you know? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, of all the tracks on, like, the album, like, I think I could, like, if somebody said, like, they couldn't tell the difference between, like, the mix on 2.0 and 1.0, I feel like this song was the one that was like changed the least. Like they definitely cleaned it up. You can hear oh, the bass. Wait, yeah. I I can tell the difference. Like the bass, I, 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 tell, I noticed for, the drums stick out to me. Yeah, no, I it's a definitely more polished mix. Back. But like Tillian's vocals still have that like robotic doubling effect. But I think of, they stand out way more on the original. Like I think the trouble is like really brings it out. Mm-hmm. Like I like I I think I prefer the original i do prefer the original version to the new one and it's, it's especially because of tillian's lyric or tillian the way tillian sounds on them because i feel like his voice just like care it's like so overproduced it's like almost like a cool effect at that point for this song yeah and honest for me it's like i actually I'm, i might even prefer the drums from the og version like yeah the, the drums like they hit different kind of sound yeah they do <laughs> like the warmth I think they add to it and like the in 2.0 like I think it like it's still a good song but it just doesn't like it needed that like tr- weird trebleness that it had the original I feel like Tim shines a lot more in the 2.0 version so I'm all about that we're sure it's Tim <laughs> we need we need more Tim more Tim shine yes definitely honestly we can go to Wolf Come on, there. Chris. Turn his base up to 11. <laughs> Crumb it. Don't be fucking around. But shoot. Like, uh, yeah, does any... anybody else have anything to offer? What yeah, are... I'm wondering, like, y'all have any, like, favorite sections from Demo Team? or? Um, that intro is pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. Like, the intro cool. and then when it, the, when uh, the quick, the fast part is really cool, too. And then... Which one? Honest, <laughs> the the first or like when Tillian goes, nah, I don't remember, I remember the lyrics to it, but it's like the um the third verse, and no matter how yeah. hard I yeah exactly lie, yeah. The, yeah oh yeah I like that part that's I think that's like act and it just like the beginning of it though I mean like that's the best part of it I would say my favorite part at least definitely awesome. that part and then the like how it leads to the breakdown man honestly for me like it's got like the intro like honestly like the first minute 
is definitely like really strong for me. Like, especially I love when Tilly comes in and follows John. Like they're but like on, they both like just knock it out. They just kill it. Like they just give you a fucking successfully a heavy banger and like everybody's in on it and then at the end bro dr mez comes in and knocks it out of the fucking part this dude says like like uh I, I, like you know like the lyrics he's fucking yelling like i don't know like i don't even know what he's talking about like he's freaking you're out you're talking about the outro the outro where you saying get it away from me empty it out yeah dude like john like <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I wonder yeah, what he's he talking keeps, about. Yeah, he keeps emptying like, it no. out. Yeah, I feel like that line also goes to the other uh, theory. Why is he wanting to wave from me? <laughs> it's a crusty sock, man. Shit happens. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I, I feel like I'm the only one that's kind of indifferent about that, like, intro. Um, Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't absolutely hate it, but I could have... I don't know. I don't really like vibe with it something that i've been thinking about a lot or for a while has been um if they ever opened a concert with this song just because of the intro i think like people would like lose their fucking minds because just the uh, way it opens up can you guys like just imagine like a, like the lights are still dimmed down and you know matt comes on the stage and starts playing and then matt just that would be sick dude yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, like, to- that would be a stage show right, right there. We have I'm to make a pack. Play what? demo team on next yeah. concert. And like they, you could really carry that shit out for as long as they wanted to. Like hype up everyone up. We have to make and a then, pack, man. We have to agree. If demo team gets played at a concert and we're at that concert, we have to go in the pit and like and crowd commit. kill everybody, everyone. <laughs> I'm catching Just, bodies, bro. Y'all better watch out. Yeah, crowd. everyone's everyone's gonna, you know, lose their nose. Crowd kill with care. If they fall down, pick them up, but like punch them in the face when they're on their feet. Okay. Pick them up, put them, <laughs> and crowd surf them to the front. Yeah. Feet first. Honestly, honestly that first. would be better than like crowd killing and crying during Carl Parker. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't mean we exist at all, and it's like that shit hits hard. Dude, yeah. Also, <laughs> one other thing about this song before we move on is that I always feel like on multiple occasions this song has just randomly started playing on my laptop in front of people. Like, I pulled my laptop out in class once, and it just started playing. Um, I. I don't know. I brought a girl over once and it's just started playing. That happened like other times too. I don't know what it is about this song, but sometimes it just happens. Get the ladies going. Not really. Well, it was interesting. <laughs> it was a good conversation starter. You know what the song's about, right? <laughs> <laughs> So death, death of a robot. Yes. Like like Cash said, I like I <laughs> personally sorry. really enjoy the bar, like the variety of sounds that you get from I guess Will, you know, he's just Oh, this has a kind lot of, of guitar parts that I think never don't ever get really highlighted in this song. For sure. And we get a great performance from 
both Tillian and John. I dig Tillian's delivery in like some parts. It's like almost really soft, you know, like he, he just gives it a little, I don't know, deliver with care. Um, but the highlight of the song for me is Matt's drumming, especially during uh, Will's part. And then, you know, John's part that follows after the make this motherfucker holy. Um, so the there's like a little vocal part in the intro of the original that was removed from 2.0. In my opinion, I kind of like it without that vocal part. No, I, like um, I think it sounds better. Huh? I like the original better. Uh, I don't care for it. It's kind of cheesy. Well, that's because and... I'm used to it, though, I think, at the same time. Yeah, like a lot of people were making such a huge deal about it, and I didn't get it. I'm like, I think it sounds better without it. But I don't think anyways... that big of a subtraction, but I don't, I don't really think the new intro is that good, though. Like, it's not anything to write home about. No, that that's for sure, which it is why I didn't get why people were making a big deal about it, but like I could ease I could definitely live without that, that little intro. But Chris stated that the band had actually asked him to remove those vocals, so I'm sure they didn't like it either. I think it's because it gives the audience a chance to sing that for it. Fill that void, you know? Maybe. I don't know. I think they just hated it. Yeah. And they're like, get this shit out. I quite enjoyed it. Make song. this motherfucker go away. I mean, <laughs> are you guys of a theory that this song is about Dragon Ball Z? Huh? What? You got the, you got the Cell Saga when uh, Gohan has to defeat Cell and then a robot dies. And then Gohan becomes like. He makes that motherfucker hold it. Exactly. And then he beats ass. I don't know, man. It was a good meme at one point. Well, I mean, I do really enjoy the lyrical content of this song, and I wish the other Robot with Human Hair songs had lyrics more like this, where it's almost... Like, to me, it actually seems kind of like a sci-fi narrative type of vibe. Yeah. And the, I feel like the instrumentals like really help portray that as well. I I, I would say it's probably the, like the most upbeat robot song. Like it feels more positive than like say like, like robot like very dismal. I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I felt like part four is like kind of more upbeat and kinetic. Like, it's also shorter, so I feel like it's more dynamic than the happiest robot songs are one. That. <laughs> yeah, bro, your eyes are bleeding. The first thing Dance Gavin Dance ever said. <laughs> <laughs> they just they could predict the future, bro, because my eyes they've been bleeding a couple times here and there, you know what I mean? Like two and a half like two and a half doesn't really offer anything lyrically like it's more like more like i don't know i feel like johnny kind of ruins like ruins it like his like his lyrics are just about doing it doing it 
Yeah, he has a few like that. Yeah. But if anything, Moses, like, I do I mean, doesn't Tillian mostly sing about that, too? Yeah, that's true, too, yeah, which is why I, I like um, this, the lyric, lyrical content of this song. It's, like, something different. Yeah, who wants to go? Are we still... Does anyone else have stuff to say about death, robot? I do. Yeah, actually, if anything, I want to agree with Moses. Like, he was talking about Chilean and, like... So, yeah, Moses, you know, basically said that, you know, Chilean had, like, a nice soft delivery over, like, Will's guitar part. And it's, like, I believe it's... He's talking about over when he's, uh... It's basically from the section where he's, like, I'll take a bow, listen to the crowd, and it goes on to where there's, like, this break in the guitar, like... She kind of changes tune, and it, it's just like this really like peaceful, pretty moment, and it, almost like, like honestly, a lullaby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's, I, I'm, it's hard to find the words for it, but like, yeah, like it's, it's kind of like a lullaby, and I, I don't know. It's like just like a super nice moment, and I, I love how John comes into contrast it with like a super heavy moment, and like you know, of course, Will and Matt, you know, start you know making it heavy again, of course, and, like, I, I, see, before, like, I didn't really, before, like, I didn't really care for this song too much, but, like, over the years, I've definitely gotten more appreciation, but, like, this is where I'd always, like, be like, okay, yeah, this song's rocking, and I just love it when they kick, kick it up a notch and get all energetic and shit, and then, yeah, I, I appreciate Y'all were talking about how the lyrics were scientific, and it's it's. It, I think this song has like the most like lyrics that cater towards that whole idea. You know, the whole robot of human hair series. And uh, uh, what what do y'all think about John's lyrics? In future utopias. Yeah, I kind of like how he's like you know, technology makes me pray to logic. Science makes us strong. strong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, he's embracing the future, man. He wants to become, like, one with technology. He's all about Skynet. For sure. Like, it just makes me think of, like, Jotun being, like, in, like, a futuristic, like, video game. And he's, like, the main protag or something like that. And it's fitting with his, you know, nerdy nature. A fellow nerd. I can go next if you'd like. Shoot, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. Um, right out the gate, like death of uh, death of the robot with human hair. I feel like it's a fitting end, and like to have the other comparison with like the death of the strawberry. Like, I feel like these songs are like a an attempt for them to like try different variations and like transitions and stuff. And like, I feel like these death songs are filled with like a lot of like their experimental flavor. And, like, you can see it in the drums and, like, just, like, the way that Will Swan delivers his uh, vocals this time around. It's not, like, a little, like, slowed down, intricate part for him to, like, just kind of, like, throw, like, a little couple bars at you. He's actually, like, yelling with, like, the all the gang going high speed. And, like, I really enjoy it. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of the original version just because, like, it has, like, the opening intro vocals. I, like, you know... I'm into the fact that there's more to it. I feel like stripping it away is kind of like, aw, like, you know, I shouldn't have to miss something, like, if they're upgrading an album, you know? But, um, 
easily one of my favorites on the album. I really love the music video for it. It's the last single off of this album, but um, I feel like this album, like this is like one of those tracks that really like showcases like the experimental edge that Dan Gavadance has. And I don't know. I'm a, a big fan of this song. You know, I was just thinking about it. Is Death of the Straw? It was Death of Strawberry and Death of the Robot. Is that like in the same track placements on each album? Hmm. So, track nine. Check that out real quick. So, so Death of a Robot is number nine. That's the number nine, and or it's the third to last song on. It's the third or yeah, the third to last song on both albums. Interesting. So it's like nine ten. Similar songs, yeah. But it's the third to last song, though, on both albums. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. The parallels. Coincidence? Probably. Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> no, honestly, I think I could see it being intentional. Um, the shoot, um... I must say, like, when I first heard, like, Will's, like, vocals on on this song, like, it definitely made me, like, raise an eyebrow, like, I was like, huh? Like, I just wasn't expecting it. But, like, nowadays, like, I just I can just kind of step back and be like, I, like, I think it's, like, a fun addition, like, to just kind of have Will, like, yell and, like, that shit, like. I'm just like, what is he talking about, though? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why it was, like, off-putting for me during, uh, you know, the first acceptance speech but it grew on me and uh like it just kind of serves as like an in like intro to my favorite part of the song which is like you know john's part um so and like like i said i really like the drums during that part too so yeah it grew on me i love this song it's really fun um and it and it's kind of different in its own way Mm-hmm. See, like overall, I really do like this song, but like, I realize like I kind of like I kind of I don't want to say yeah I basically kind of like don't like the chorus guitar thing they have going on like I, like it just like never really like rubbed me the right the, way. You won't realize it's over. Yeah, that like part. that. Yeah, like that whole like it, like. It's Not almost like, like kind of annoying for me. <laughs> like I don't know, but <laughs> I love I, that. Yeah, it's eh. it's a really good chorus in my opinion. It's very catchy. And then they, yeah. and then they and like repeated different. a lot towards the end. Like and it's like eh, like that part didn't hit for me. And then it's like getting repeated a lot. So like eh, but like <laughs> I realized I like pretty much like everything else. Like even like like the first verse. And like I said, it where it leads into that more lullaby part, like oh that shit is great, and then it turns heavy. Like I'm like I'm all for it. Like I actually love the instrumentals for the song, but like I don't know that that part just didn't really hit. And then yeah, like the kind of weird make this motherfucking golden part. Like like I said, I think it's just kind of funny now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like like the song really works well for for the music video because like within the song, actually, so many different scenes. Like, you oh, know, it's you definitely have... a good music video song for sure. Dude, it was like a like a mini cartoon. Like, I actually, yeah, I love watching that shit. Um, so I have this theory about the the song. <laughs> Do tell. And 
All right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna preface this by saying I I do love the song a lot. Like I think it, I don't know if I put it in my top three, but I I do have a quite a thing for the song. But I don't I'm I don't know if it's actually a good song. I think it might just be so crazy. It's like that we just accept it for what it is. It's like guilty pleasure almost. I think it's a great song. So I, I don't know, like. Eh. And that's I don't know. It's like, like I didn't I didn't like it at first. Well, it's like almost I said, like Bohemian Rhapsody. Not like that that's a bad song, but it's just like so. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's so over the like top that like we. I was going to say, I feel like it just showcases, like, everything that the band has in, like, their bag at that point in their career. But it's, like, I don't know, it's, it almost reminds me of, like, Mr. Robots or something like that. It's, like, very creative, very cool, has a lot of cool stuff going on in it. But, at like, the same time, I'm, like, maybe this is a bad song that I, but, I mean, I do love it a lot. Like, maybe it's a bad song that's just a guilty pleasure for all of us. Uh, I I don't feel like it's the most ridiculous on the album like obviously honey revenge and even demo team kind of would take the spotlight of like well, really really i mean maybe honey revenge i don't think demo team would uh i think so just because of like the the intro and first verse like right off the bat it's kind of like a well this is weird this is different type of what's saying with this one though I mean, but it's like, I don't know. It's almost like a rock, rock opera, so. Oh, for and sure, yeah. So it almost, like, kind of gets away with that. Does anybody else have anything to add? Oh, yeah. I got to tell my story. Oh, yeah, yeah. About how I almost died listening to this song. Damn. Brutal, <laughs> bro, tell me. Um, so I was driving back. From to, I was driving back from San Marcos after visiting my uh, one of my ladies at the time. What? What? Okay. okay, cash, cash. And uh, it was uh, it was misting on the highway. I bet she was. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways. I usually, I think I usually play acceptance speech. So like on my drives there and that, or back that, I'd play either acceptance speech or um, what's it Instant called? Instant gratification. No, it would. No, it was on uh, take this to your grave. Wink. Take this to your grave <laughs> is a great like sing along in the car album. Oh, for sure. And so, anyways, I was almost back to where I live, and um. This song is on. I think it goes into the chorus, and I'm like changing lanes, and then suddenly my car spins out and flips around backwards. So I'm facing the way traffic is going on the fucking highway, and I almost hit the wall, but I like hit the emergency brake so I wouldn't hit. And like, luckily there weren't that many people on the road at the time, but like, Jesus, that was like scary as fuck. <laughs> Oh yeah, and, and like I would, if they, the I would have been facing them too, and like I saw people veer around me and stuff, and like, 
Yeah. And yeah. this song was on during that. So I always have that memory. <laughs> it was pretty, but it was very intense though. Cause this song is like, so like. <laughs> that would have been a death of a robot with human hair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> holy shit. I just crashed my car. That's fucked up. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> EGD songs are dangerous, dude. And then also the way I slid, I would have hit the my side, the side I was on would have hit the the wall too. So like I would have hit like directly on it. But I'm here now. So glad to have you. I appreciate yeah. the poor cash. Oh yeah. All that all that out. training with Alpha Fly. Oh yeah, I was able to somewhat maneuver my car. Yeah, she can say that you survived, though. Yeah. Yeah, and I still listen to this song. Expert precision, dude. You got Jesus. Jesus. I, listen, I, listen to I listen to it when I drive still. That would have been crazy <laughs> if it if it like happened during like Tillian's like first lines like. In the verse, like you won't realize until it's over. And I think that's when it happened, but I don't know exactly. I think it's <laughs> so <then>. ominous. Terror. That'd be a cool way to go out though. Tilly and the tell the teller of torture or what I don't know. But fuck. <laughs> it would certainly have been interesting. Of course, then everyone would know I'd listen to Dance Gavin Dance because, or at least the corners would know. That'd be so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> this man uh, died as a Dance Gavin Dance. The saddest shit I've ever heard, dude. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's so many car accidents that that have happened to people while like jamming out music we like well no to take this to your grave specifically <laughs> like, like that is such the, a like jam out like the out, uh, like wrap your car around the tree the tree yeah exactly i hope your makeup looks you great next to his teeth yeah god the, the like the lyrics on in that album are like unmatched like some of the best lyrics for sure yeah there's some pretty angsty shit like they had some hatred going on for some people. We like the same. If you if you caught fire, I wouldn't put. Oh yeah, I wouldn't put you out. Put, yeah, that's the Damn, they hit hard. <laughs> that reminds me of like the Pierce Deville line. Where he's no, like, you just killed it. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> no, I, I was gonna—I like... was gonna say that that Patrick Stump says I must have dragged my guts a block, but they were gone by the time we talked. Fuck, that hits hard, bro. Damn! <laughs> what the fuck? Ow! <laughs> oh lordy! Babe, you were our only friend. I know this book is belated. We yeah, the lyrics to that song were kind of like that. Like I think. Like, that was oh, like the most like pop punk one too. We need we need one more song, guys. Uh, let's sing about our friend Chris, I guess. <laughs> He's here in the room. It's his birthday, or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and when it all goes to hell, but yeah, we'll like, be able to tell. <laughs> Do we have anything else for Death of a Robot? 
Anyone else almost die listening to this song? Uh, <laughs> I almost died, I almost died to uh, a top rock song. Yeah, I was really more uh, young, wild days, and I was, uh, I think I like smoked weed and salvia, and I got into the car like right after. <laughs> and I started like hardcore hallucinating <laughs> while listening to the album, and then like, I snapped out of it, and I'm like, oh, man, everybody's hitting their brakes on this freeway. So <laughs> slammed on them and kind of swerved to the shoulder, and yeah. Uh, dude, honestly, I can't. Never run. again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've done this. I mean, I've, I've been in a similar, similar situation, so I can't run. <laughs> oh, don't, I just watched an ad for the J-Bell right now. So now we we go to the jiggler. Yeah, what is this song doing here? So uh, weirdly placed. I don't know, man. It's got a cool little psychedelic guitar intro. Um, I mean, the highlight of this song for me is obviously John and Matt. Like, they kill it. The bass is outstanding too. Tim kills it. Um, I really enjoy John's delivery during the second verse um i would say this song and demo teams have my favorite john performances on the album um tillian mentioned on twitter that this is his, that this is his favorite tracks on acceptance speech hey all right yes it's, yeah, it's, it's a good track for sure it's, it's definitely one of the higher tiers tracks i'd Let's, say you know what's kind of interesting about that is like I was kind of thinking about it. And this song, I mean, it kind of reminds me of it. Instant gratification. Hmm. So I would kind of, yeah. I, can, I feel. Like I feel it like almost it, has. I don't know. On. It almost has its own vibe. To me. Yeah, I mean, it's a little, it's a little different, but it, I, it, I kind of, it kind of reminds me of it. Um, eh. But, I, I, Thinking about it, eh, I feel like it fits on acceptance speech. Like, like, I, I, I like listen. Oh, it's like to definitely like, heavier than it's like it would be a heavier IG song for sure. But yeah, it's if, got some of like that funky kind of almost poppy funky stuff on it. Yeah, I feel what you mean, but I still feel like it's grounded in like that acceptance speech like kind of sound and vibe they were going for. Like it's it, it's it, I wouldn't I couldn't imagine this on instant gratification. Like just like I actually. So I feel that, like this song is a lot more different than the other songs in Acceptance Speech, but Definitely. the poppy the poppy parts are a lot more different than the poppy parts in uh, Instant Gratification. Well, yeah, I think it'd be heavy, like it'd be a heavier vibe, I think for sure than a lot like, of IG. Yeah, but I'm talking about the poppy part specifically. Like I can't put. Like I can't describe what kind of vibe I get from it. It's I don't know. It's almost yeah. Weird. But I mean, I guess the reason why I brought this up was because um, you said it, it was Tillian's favorite off of the album, and it's kind of like because I I, guess t I would assume Tillian likes his later work more than Acceptance Speech. Probably. Since or like. I don't know. I, mean, I don't think he's ever really said that, but like, it seems like he like appreciates what he did better. He appreciates that stuff more than 
Well, he definitely or like, or hate the ways. better than acceptance speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made that said clear. it on Twitter. I do have one more thing to say about this song. Uh, the right. bridge where Tillian uh, sings Feel the Hangover in My Mind is a very similar vibe to the bridge of Times New Roman when John is singing As the Window Left Shattered Now. Um, I think somebody like put those two songs together on like YouTube, like playing at the same time. And like they really blend in with each other. So it might be some kind of like recycled instrumentals. Little nod, little wink wink. Yeah, something like that. But I don't know. You know how they do it. You were you were kinda quiet, uh, Ryan. What do you think about this song? I quite enjoyed Jiggler. Um, when I saw him in Vegas last year, this was the song they opened with, and it kind of like blew my mind because like Blood Wolf had just came out, and I mean, Acceptance Speech 2.0 came, but I would have figured they would have picked like a like any number of different singles to start a concert with, but like it's so good, dude. Like that breakdown in the middle, just like the dissonant chords, like with the tremolo picking, it's just. It's so good. Like I, I really enjoy the song, and I gotta say, like Tillian saying like it's his favorite. Like it kind of makes sense because it showcases like a lot of his like talent. Like he goes from like sailing high notes above like raging instrumentals to like kind of subdued like deliveries with like little echoes on his vocals. It's like really, really cool. Like I really, really like. I enjoy it. Oh, and when John and Tillian are singing together, like, yeah, oh, so good. I love. Like, oh, yeah. They don't do that enough. It's definitely always a highlight whenever, whenever they do. That was like more of an older era thing too. I think them, like the singer yeah. and the and John singing at the same time. Yeah, I mean, they they did it a lot in Mothership. Yeah, I yeah, they did, but it, it's just not, they're not doing as much during the Tillian era. Like, there was something that they did a lot during Johnny's era, for sure. Oh, for sure, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, I it think they do there. it so much better now. Like It sounds way better with, with Tillian. Well, okay, like, honestly, for, like, whatever I say is Royal Ocean, like, I don't know, I think it's pretty messy, like, uh, I mean, well, whole for some songs. Messy. And I, I mean, I think... They're finding their... I mean, I like the instrumentals. Like, they're pretty. Like, they're pretty cool. Uh, they show their age, but like, they're pretty cool overall. But like, I, I just feel like they just like Johnny and uh, John and Johnny just like were just kind of messy with the execution of it, and they just got really they just got way better with it as they went on. Especially Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, honestly, dude. Actually, now that I think about it, like on Mazero, I feel like John kind of like me- <laughs> he makes a mess of. Uh, like I, I feel like you could remove John and just kind of have Johnny for some sections, and it would be a cleaner track. You're talking about Lo-Fi Amorosa. <laughs> I do have a question for you guys. What's up? Do you think that the um the Cuddler is a prequel to the Jiggler, or is the Rattler a cuddle? Or uh, a prequel to the cuddler, because sometimes cuddling leads leads to jiggling, which leads to rattling. <laughs> but sometimes once you're jiggling and get to rattling, 
<laughs> no, you want to yeah. get a good cuddling after. Well, the Jiggler is a character from Adventure Time. Start there. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> so it might just stand on its own. They might just all stand by themselves. So Maybe, man. Maybe. But I do. I like what, the way you're thinking, though. Now, honestly, I feel like it's it goes in chronological order. order. Uh, Wait, so you would you would jiggle, cuddle, then rattle? Not, I feel like the jiggle is like the seduction, man. Like, so you got the jiggle. I don't know. The, oh, I, I see thought, what you I mean. I see what you mean. Some parts, you know. Yeah, I feel no, like she's jiggling, and then you're like, oh, oh, like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I guess she could be jiggling. I thought you were kind of <laughs> This is not. Inside. This is not. We. Man, that was not a good thing to say. <laughs> so you do some jiggling, you do some cuddling, and then it's probably I'm some canceled. I, don't, I forgot the last one. But hey, we're all, we're all adults here. This is consent jiggling. Do not play this in the car with your children. <laughs> and you want to be my latex salesman. <laughs> what? <laughs> Over my head, I don't. <laughs> Ryan knows what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, bro! Every weekend, dude. On TBS. I mean, yeah, definitely don't show this to the kids. I mean, even in the song, like John starts out by saying, "Like I'm sick of twisting the knobs. Your little baby's a slob." Well, I mean, I guess that's fine, but like, I originally I thought he's he just straight up said like your little baby's a slut, but but they're I feel Whoa. like he did. I feel whoa, like I, I feel like I feel like no, I feel like John did say that, but the band's like, whoa, whoa, John, that doesn't rhyme. You gotta you gotta use. The rhyme. I, I feel like he would rhyme though. <laughs> but yeah, that's why it's like on how you say twisting it. the knobs to baby's a slob, like. Oh, actually, no. So, like, when first that slander? Actually, I thought the original lyrics were like, "I'm sick of twisting the nuts. Your little baby's a slut." Like, oh my god! What the fuck, bro? Hey, that, that rhymes. What's going on <laughs> in your sense. brain, man? Doctor Mess, come on, man. That makes less sense. It's, do- it's Doctor Mess. It makes perfect sense. Uh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're dangerous to be left alone, dude. What's going on here? <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to bleep these parts out. <laughs> dude, you're not allowed to r- around schools, bro. What's going on? Here? <laughs> right. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, well, David, David's gonna show up on a couple of websites. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, no, like little baby could be like. No. Just stop, stop, stop. No. Yeah, let's get not. your Molly con out of here, bro. You fucking weeb. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, all right. No. Brian, yeah, what do you think no, about the Jiggler? Did we? Oh, okay. fuck. That's funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, okay, the so Jiggler is the adventure time. But um, I just like. I already said I love this fucking song, but I was going to say, like, I think we've had this discussion before, but, like, more time has marinated since then. And we were just talking about all of the other er songs. I would say that this is probably the best of the trio of er songs. Definitely. It's just so good. Um, like, yeah. Um, well, is there only three er songs? Or, well, I thought there was a fourth. Yeah, I thought there was a fourth, too. 
No, I think there's only three. In the tail unit. Yeah, I think. But yeah, I think. But I agree. I think this is the best one. I mean, I could be wrong. Wasn't was didn't one of y'all say it was the Rattler though? Who who would say the Rattler? Who's missing the brain cells to say that? Uh, I mean, maybe if you're a little baby boy or tiny baby baby boy. I feel like it's Moses. I can't believe this. Holy shit! I'm a fetus. Yeah. <laughs> I like I yeah, maybe when you're a fetus. Jiggler is my favorite, but who knows? Jiggler's pretty strong, bro. I do love the Rattler, though. I mean, do you count it's Afterburner as another er? Bloodsucker. <laughs> oh, oh shit! No, it because it has to be the. Yeah, oh, it has to be the. Yeah. Dang, I guess demon. there is only three. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like I we could comb through the discography. I I'm mean, doing that right now as we speak. Because technically, Strawberry Andre, while not like a Strawberry Swisher song, it was the first Strawberry song in some regards. Would Would the next song be the Walk of Shamer? Nah. Damn. Yeah, that was like it's safe to say. <clears throat> would Would the next one be the Tattler? <laughs> I don't know about the Tattler. The uh, I don't know. The 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 Rabider. Mm, the voter. Oh fuck! I don't know. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, oh man, let's let's go. Relevant. This uh, long night of rattling and jiggling. If anything, it's just relevant right That's now. That's what you gotta do. You gotta, you gotta um, hook up do... with them, and then you gotta take them to vote. <laughs> Get them on your side, exactly. Yeah. That's how. That's how that's you. Um, that's how you do. That's how you do this. <laughs> I'm, I'm that's how we're gonna get everyone to vote. You're gonna go hook up with people, and you're gonna take them to vote the next morning. This will probably come out like middle of November, maybe the end. See. <laughs> That's see. That's why you gotta start out being being the jiggler. You gotta seduce them with body rolls, get them on your side. Until you, look, you you can't do body rolls unless you're like on a stage. You're in a band. Like you shouldn't just be doing body rolls in public, David. Well, I mean, obviously you gotta be in a band to get girls, dude. So. But what about if you're on a podcast? I think. Based on this podcast, if Dance Gavin Dance wanted to like honor us, they could just name a song like The Babbler or The Rambler. Yeah. The demo team. The demo teamers. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag support the demo team. Are we ready to move on to turn off the lights? I'm watching Back to the Future. Yes. <laughs> Get some classic John screaming there. Yeah. So this song, to me, has, you know, a good amount of the ingredients that make a great Dance Gavin Dance song. Will has, you know, a cool guitar riff that is just as catchy as Tillian's melody, like, during the chorus. John and Matt are on point. I really dig when the whole song kind of Slows down during the bridge. Will's guitar solo is absolutely brilliant. 
And then the song goes nuts during the outro. And John offers a little nugget of closure with his line stating to disregard the message from the ending of the album, which is a reference to what he said during Purple Rain, in, which is the last track of uh, Downtown Battle Mountain 2, where he was kind of offering closure to the whole band because they were, you know, going to call it quits after that. But uh, glad that they didn't. What do you guys have to say about the song? I think, like, the fact that they even, like, acknowledge that, like, disregard the message from the ending of the album, like, it speaks volumes because they have that kind of, like, stigma over them where fans, like, will see the title of the last song in the album or they'll read the lyrics of it and they'll start flipping their fucking shit and they'll they'll start losing their mind thinking that the band's, like, on their way out. They should always have this message at the end of pretty much every album, right? At this point, yeah, because they're they always feel like they're about to end. Like, didn't everyone think like Tillian was gonna leave after this? Was it this one or? Um, I think that's been the rumor since he's had like official selection. I think that's well, been I mean, the rumors. It makes sense. It's like oh, they're all always about to leave. Yeah, Tillian's got a solo thing. I mean, people can always just kind of like make up bullshit because yeah. they got that, like when there's smoke there's fire because it's happened before with other bands and now tillian's like well i mean it's happened before dance guy and dance like multiple times yeah. too so it's like if anyone's gonna jettison their singer i feel like, like really saying that during instant gratification and mothership but definitely when um it was uh what's it called the end of art at of ours uh, it was evaporate. Was the first one. It was the reason yeah. why people thought. It. And I don't yeah. know. Was anyone like that after Afterburner though? Into the sunset, people thought that like Into the Sunset meant that. But they like said so quickly that they were like had new music was a thing. Yeah, I think people I don't know are dumb and. <laughs> I mean, this is like a pretty good gig for Tillian. Like, I don't know, there's not really any any reason for him to leave at this. I mean, I mean, he can do whatever he wants, but like, I don't think he's, he's not getting kicked getting kicked out. I guess until they. I mean, even if they got stale, or I don't think they'd ever kick him out. Yeah, I hope. I hope at this point, if Tillian ever did leave in the near future, they would just bring somebody else well, in. Yeah, I I guess it kind of might depend on the nature of it, but I mean, like, there's plenty of people, you know, artists getting canceled, I guess, but like, at the same time, but like, Tillian's a married man now. He's like, I don't, he he seemed, and he's always seemed like he's been pretty, like, good about. Like he he seems like he seems like he's a good person. Like he's not gonna like like he would never you know get on drugs or anything like that. Or like there'd never be a reason. There he it would never be like his behavior that would cause him to get kicked out of the band. Yeah, I don't think we would, he would hope so. Think, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, knock on wood. I mean, we don't really know him either. I mean, the only thing I could see would be like if he said something stupid and. 
that would be it. I mean, I mean, but like you'd have to say something very stupid to get kicked out of a band. Or to get kicked point, out of Dance Gavin, to get kicked out of Dance Gavin Dance. Yeah. So I think we're probably good. The fact that Tillian's been around longer than both Johnny yeah. and Kurt combined, I think that speaks volumes. Yeah. And it's not like Kurt got kicked out for you know, being a total dickhead like Johnny. Yeah, I mean just wasn't working out. And the yeah, band has definitely I know like and it was mainly due to Johnny, like the band almost had like a bad rap for a while, but they definitely shook that off until you know like once they finally cut ties with with johnny i mean tillian is a very talented singer like obviously but like i think he they're probably the other part of the appeal like why they got him to be the singer is probably because they knew he wasn't gonna be messing around because he just it seems like tillian is just like just works hard and just puts his nose to the grindstone that's so you know what i mean he's a diligent young man dude. yeah it's just he's got a good work ethic yeah, and that's probably, but like, yeah, it's like basically he just makes music as his main thing, and so it's like he they weren't they, they got someone to sing for them who's very talented, but also someone who like they wouldn't have to worry about, I guess. So yeah, like it, I would definitely be or like to hear like a more in depth story of how it came to be. I know that they were on the. Or Tides of Man was on the Squash the Beef tour. Yeah. Like, I mean, I like listening to Tides of Man. You know, I I wasn't really that impressed. I know a lot of people like them, but I wasn't really impressed with them or or Tillian singing. So, uh, I'm yeah, very I never really got into them to either. See, to see how like that relationship came about, and you know why they decided to pick Tillian, which I'm sure they could have. They probably had other people that they were trying out. And I mean, Tillian definitely became a monster vocalist. Um, but yeah, like going back to even acceptance speech and and the types of man stuff. Like I would, you know, I wouldn't have expected him to become like the amazing vocalist that he is now. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, no, I mean, he's always like a good singer, I guess, but like he wasn't like a singer, but like, you know, he wasn't like standing out, I guess, the way he is now. Yeah. Like he was just another high voice singer in the scene. But yeah, obviously now he's a monster and now he's, you know, making songs with like Travis Barker and shit, so. Yeah, I'm really interested to hear how that. Well, I mean, he like there's already a song out that features him and Travis Barker, but um, like I'm interested to hear this trippy red song. Yeah, is this? You think that's going to be the trippy red dance game and dance song? Like they're they're like they're actually going to do it now, or this is just well, making up for it? Because, I mean, they got Tillian. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure that that's what that song came to be. 
Like I know that that uh, Will had originally sent some guitar riffs to Trippy Red, but he ended up not using them. So I think that what came of it is now that Tillian and the dude from Polyphia are going to be on it. And so is MGK, unfortunately. But it kind of makes sense because, like, that's like the new his new thing. Like, hey, I'm Mister Pop Punk guy now, and he's from he's from Cleveland. So is a uh, Trippy Red. So I'm sure they have some kind of friendship. But I'm like really looking forward to to hearing the song. I'm a huge Trippy Red fan, so. It'll be interesting, that's for sure. But does anybody else have anything to add to turn off the lights? Um, this is my favorite Dance Gavin Dance song. It's your favorite? This is my favorite Dance Gavin Dance song. That's a good uh, choice. It Like, out of every song, it's your favorite. Yeah. It's a good song. Bullshit. No. Dude, just like i mean lyrically like it's very strong like emotionally like those little somber like bridge parts towards the end like before the solo kicks off it's just like it's really heartfelt like touching stuff and anyone that's gone through like relationship drama or just has issues like in their life where like i could resonate like if they with ever you. went back in time and uh almost and their mom tried to um hook up with them is that that those kind of emotional issues yeah getting a viper fight it's all right you know the jacket looks good on most people dude that shit like breaks my heart every time but aside the random parts where tillian takes on the role of john mess and throws out random gibberish and john mess just always being john mess and throwing out random gibberish i feel like there are lyrics in this song that resonate on like a high key like emotional level with me personally i've listen to like this album like countless times and like of all the tracks on it like this one the jiggler like i always come back to them they're like really good yeah i mean it's a great song i don't know if i would put it anywhere like near my favorites but i do love it but john uh kind of taps into one of my favorite songs skyhook where he says shimmy my way down underground which is something he obviously said on skyhook yeah the interlope the interlopated while we're here i'm not do you guys think it's back to the future part two or is it part two of the song could be both i mean there's a comma after future Fair comma after the title. I mean, I could look up the after future. It goes, it goes, comma and then part two. Now, if we look at Back to the Future Part Two, the movie, there's a comma there. Well, is there a comma in the original one? There is a comma in the original one. I mean, that's just good grammar. But who who gives a fuck about an Oxford comma? Exactly. <laughs> That's a great vampire. Is, um, is a vampire weekend swan core? No, I, dude. I don't know why my pet peeve is when people throw in bands that aren't swan core into like <laughs> swan core. That's my like, favorite uh, thing to do, though. 
I love it's Circus Survive. They're shit. my favorite Swancore song or band or. Oh, I mean, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it with like a really like random ass band. Like, I love Corn. They're my favorite Swancore band. Dude, yes. I think we need to stop making Swancore such a dirty word. I think we need to just start like letting it be. Because like people fought like new metal, they fought the emo term, and like they didn't go away. It just made them stronger. They really wanted it to go away. They would just like not acknowledge it and be like, "What the fuck is that?" There's, there's nothing better. wrong with Swancore uh, as a I, term, but I don't know. Someone once, someone once tweeted about like why they why they didn't like it. It was basically because they they gave Will Swan too much power credit for like all the music that's being made i guess is the thing which or like all the music that's being made like in the in that genre i mean yeah. so many people bid off of will swan anyway so but i mean i guess I mean, there's it's more like they don't want to be so tied to dance Gavin dance i guess or they don't want it and they don't want mm. their whole they to be like we're just following Will Swan, I guess. Is, oh, that's I, what I get it for the bands, I guess. Yeah, for the bands, like you know, I wouldn't want to be like, oh, I'm ripping off this band, type of thing. But there's definitely ways to kind of branch out and and be your own thing. Yeah. But at the end Ooh. of the one chord is a tight little niche. Yeah, it's like a subgenre within a subgenre. Like I'm all about it, dude. Yeah, Ryan, I, I was trying to agree with you, man. Like this is one of my favorite like DGD songs. It's actually, I'll say it like it's. I think it's one of. The, I think it's like maybe the best album closer. It's one of my favorites personally. But dude, uh, if, even from the start with that guitar riff and uh, it's so catchy and and how they pair it with the drums, like. It's such a good intro, and and then uh, as it continues, I just think it's really dancey. You know, Talian's doing a good job, and of course, you know, I just love how it progresses until they kind of. I just like uh, I just like uh, how the song scrolls through its sections. It's just very enjoyable, and um, especially with the guitar work and how Talian flows over it, and then. Um, you have like this breakdown section towards the end, and I, I don't know. It's just like it, like all the like all the parts just hit, and it's like it's just a bomb song. Um, so it's like I yeah I, I gotta agree. Like uh, with Ryan, it's probably one of my favorite DGD songs, and it's 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 pretty yeah like uh, it's pretty heartfelt, especially from Tillian's side and his his lyrics. Like, and it basically sounds like you know. Killian's like admitting like he was like being a bit like a shitty boyfriend or something or like he messed up and you know he's like trying to atone for like his shit almost similar to like you know on the run later but either way yeah like this is like a 10 out of 10 DGD song um what do you think Cash um well I mean I think the big thing for me is like this is like easily their longest guitar solo and it's pretty much i feel like it almost dominates the whole song i mean it's like i think half of the song is guitar solo um <laughs> and 
there's a lot of different layers to that. I mean, it's, it's a very heartfelt solo. And they don't really do solos like that. I mean, they do riffs throughout the songs, but they're not like real guitar solos, I guess. So. It's like the most Jimi Hendrix dance, Kevin dance song. Yeah. Even more so than the happiness track where they're like all along the watchtower. And I mean, I'll be honest, like for as much as I like, like, classic rock and stuff, things like that. I'm, like, never was that into, like, guitar solos, I guess. But, like... I gotta agree. Like, like they're, I feel like a lot of times they're, like, kind of over the top, like, for... I mean, there's... I mean, like, if, whatever, like, they're cool and stuff, but, like, they when done right, but... Yeah, I don't really... Cash, were you more impressed when the singer had an apple up their ass and could sing really high notes? <laughs> <laughs> shout out to eric victorino best like i mean I, I've sh- i'm pretty sh- sure will swan would be better with an apple of his ass so screaming screaming is he, he'd happiness. still he'd still Maybe. play just fine yeah, you know it's funny that you uh say that cash because i'm not a big um yeah like guitar solo person like i could name three guitar solos that i enjoy this is one of them. Um, what, what's that song? Uh, you like lose your love or use your love, like from that '80s band. I just want to use your love tonight. Yeah, and then um, Ryan. Josie's on a vacation. Yeah, Ryan. What's that? Uh, a Treyu song that has that like lead at the end. Um, I think it's about, the- uh, like the one that it's like live, burn, die. Yes. Is that Ain't Love Grand or... No, 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 that's... Um, Lip Gloss and Black. There you go, yes. That was a stick up. That's a, that's, an ep- that's a very epic guitar solo, I'll with, agree with that. With the piano also oh, on yeah. there, like, ooh. P-Funk guitar dude, solos. Dude, so many people, like, ripped off that aesthetic, like, right after that came out. Oh, yeah, I like, can everything. see Alisana, like, ripping that off. Honestly, you know who ruined guitar solos is, like, all the fucking metal people going so fucking overboard with everything see I, mean, I, I definitely otherwise that like, like we don't have no like moses and cash like and eh, like especially in older like kind of classic rock or metal bands like it just seemed kind of like out of place and like it just didn't seem to flow I mean, well and it's like it depends on it depends on like i guess like, i think it's i personally i think just think like, the metal like metal music just kind of like turned me off of it because they just go or like that and like if you ever play in a band with someone who just thinks they're the best fucking guitar player ever well really just <laughs> that'll annoy the fuck out of you i thought you know, it was always cheesy and pop punk like every now and then like there'd be like a pop punk band that wished that i don't know that wish they were a classic rock band and they would i guess it depends on who it, it depends on the type of solo too i think well you heard it here folks all these people listen to Dance Cameron Dance, they don't like guitar solos and music. You see that? Rock <laughs> is dead. Rock is dead. That's, I mean, like, they don't really do guitar solos in, like, this genre of music that much, either. Which I kind of appreciate. And sometimes they, I mean, some of the more metalcore stuff does, but, like, it's kind of never really that great, is the thing. See, I feel like, I feel like August Burns Red guitar solo would be good. You know, like, I, there's not one that, like, comes to mind but like that the guitarist for that band is usually 
Honestly, I know it's a dirty word, but Avenged Sevenfold, but like the City of Evil guitar solos, like there's some good ones in there. I think unless you're just like an amazing guitar player, just don't like fucking play guitar solos. Just don't. At least do it. it though, bro. Come on, at least give it up for that guitar solo. Even uh, even if you are an amazing guitar player, think you know, be amazing and don't do a cheesy ass solo. Do something cool. Yeah, like it's, it's gotta be fitting, you know, and serve the song. Make Jack White smile. Don't make him cry. Yeah, and if anything, like, I remember when I was, like, a Wii DGD fan, like, I was just, like, blown away by the instrumentals, and I was like, holy shit, dude, they're, like, guitar soloing, like, all their guitar players. Yeah, it's, guitar well, but it's, like, what the they're fuck? not doing it, like, an actual solo, though, the thing. It's yeah. just the riffs. That's the thing. It's, like, riffs are cool. Guitar solos are cool if you're really good at guitar, or and you can make it sound, like, good and soulful. Otherwise, it's just excessive and frivolous. and See... When you say that, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, like, Thomas Arak, like, he, like for, like, older songs, like, instead of, like, just, like, playing the normal songs, he'd, like, you know, just in- improvise and, like, solo over it, like, and, like, I know some fans were, like, just, dude, just play the song, you know, like, and it's, like, I kind of <laughs> get it, because, like, he's, like, written these songs however long ago, blah, 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 and he's played them however many times, and it's, like, fuck it, like, I'm, like, really good at this shit so i'm just gonna solo over it instead of playing the same shit i've already done or like, like, if like do, i can do it you know if you're gonna do a solo just like do like a cool do like some cool harmonies like with like multiple players or something or like put like a cool effect on it like i don't know soloing for the sake of soloing is just you know it's just too it's just i don't know it's a lot and most people aren't that great at it. Um, Regents Clearwater cries for you, bro. What? Does that does that wrap up? Turn off the lights. I think that pretty much wraps up artificial. Uh, yeah, artificial selection. Artificial there you go. Talk about the uh, the <laughs> secret. <Accepted> uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going back uh, in time. So Let's do our recent listens and get out of here. It's like fucking yeah. Different. It's ten o'clock for me. Let's just list them. Let's not let, let's not get too in depth. I need to go eat some food. Yeah, I feel that. I'm down. I ate a hungry man before this, and I'm hungry again. <laughs> uh, I got some treated smoke, so I can be hungry again later after this. Dude, so yeah. hungry man always reminds me of um of home improvement. For some reason, <laughs> probably because it's got like a guy in flannel on the front, right? Yes, I, yeah. I think you're thinking of brawny, like the the paper towel roll. Or I always I always associated <laughs> I always associated like a guy in a flannel with it. I don't know if it's like uh, if they did like a promo or something or advertising. That's like an old kidding, I think. And the only one person I knew who wore flannels at the time was Al Borland, I guess. Everyone's favorite on Tool Times. So, listens, what do we got? What do you got, Moses? Hey. I know you got something. You always um, got something. I mean, I haven't... There wasn't really anything new that caught my eye that's dropped, but um, 100 Gags were featured on the new uh, Health album. Health are like those L.A based i don't know producer artists i think they did the score for one of the um 
Grand Theft Auto game or some, some game. I don't think it was Grand Theft Auto actually, but something else. Either way, I'm a huge Hundred Gex fan, and I felt like you know it's been a while since they've put out anything new. They've just been dropping remix, uh, remix songs to their debut album. But yeah, other other than that, um, I don't know. I I took a road trip to Washington over the weekend, so I listened to like a lot of uh, just you know classics off of you know like my long playlist so listening to a lot of um, Daphne Loves Derby uh Play Radio Play hey that's a good one yeah um shout out name name taken which i think that was like one of the first albums that uh Bo Burchell from Seosin produced if you haven't listened to uh the album Control by Name Taken, definitely check that out. Um, a lot of old Bayside, Something Corporate's uh, North album, which, I don't know, to me, like, it's probably one of the best kind of, like, coming of age or pop-punk grown-up type albums. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it for me. What nice. it got, Ryan? Um, well, recently I've been doing like a lot of like curating for my, my uh, playlist underground core and I found this really, really, really good band. They're like right up the alley of anyone that's into that like progressive mathy swan core kind of stuff. They're called personal all caps, but you know, uh, personal. Yeah, it's just all in capital letters, but they have a, they have these really good songs like validation sickness and gunfighter Jesus, really good stuff, really go out there and just give them a check out um there's this really good like cybernetic grind cyber grind band called a uh, zombie shark i've been checking out they're really good they got a good song called keyboards for insects if you're into that like kind of like 100 gex like very abrasive like industrial techno sound like give it a listen um i'm checking out this one like uh noise core band called ps you're dead it's all like one word uh they have this cool song called uh this is it looks like a great place to lay my eggs give that a check out really good stuff um i've been listening to lots of uh beast instead of s it's a five but you should definitely give them a listen they have the song called werewolves not swear wolves um give that a listen if you're into that like, like noisy grindy stuff and i've been listening to ava sun like a v a s o n they kind of remind me of like early days Seosin, where it's kind of just like really like stripped down, like post hardcore, a lot of power chords and stuff like that, with like a really high resonant like lead singer. Um, they're out, they're they're from like the L.A. area, I believe. Good band. Um, there's another one. This will wrap. Uh, no, I got two more actually. Uh, Somber Whale. Like they just broke up. Like two weeks ago which is like the saddest shit ever but they got a, um <laughs> this really good song called hunted that i really like and I, it was like a real bummer because i was like oh dude i found a cool new band and then i look up and it's like oh rest in peace fuck but right. i mean it's the worst but, but it's funny because it def- of the name it's you know the band name definitely but if you like that like bob core kind of sound like uh rings of saturn buried alive that kind of thing you definitely enjoy somber whale um they're from like i think they're like a french like 
fucking grindcore band. So, uh, we're anyway, like, rest in peace, bro. Thanks for the tunes. But there's another band. They just started out. They're called Orion CA. I think it's California. But they have a song out right now called Lacuna. Definitely check that out. I think they're based in the Sacramento area and they're looking for a vocalist. So definitely go check them out, Orion CA. But yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for me. Cash, David, one of you guys want to go next? Uh, um, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, you go ahead. So, um, so, so I was listening to some alternative stuff. Um, I checked out this band called The Technicolors and uh, I, I like their song called Space Cadet. It was like a a nice vibe, you know. It's been checking out some chiller stuff. Um, gen- generally, like alternative is like right up my alley for that. Um, listen to that. I finally stopped sleeping on Nova Charisma's except uh, Exposition Two EP, and like I was honestly surprised. Like you know, it's pretty different for you know what Donovan and Sergio are usually involved with. So I was like honestly pretty impressed with how that turned out. You know, props to them. Diary Don't Speak on that album is fucking amazing. Oh, dude, yeah, that was so catchy. I yeah. love it. It's like a lounge song. It's, like, amazing. Seriously, yeah. Like, like a, you know, I'm impressed by Donovan's versatility. You know, just, you know, going with different vibes and stuff. Good lad, good lad. Um, And honestly, at work, like, they just play, like, a shit ton of, like, mid-early 2000s R&B. So, like, <laughs> I got a lot of that shit stuck in my head. Um, let's see. Yeah, really not too much. Like, I've honestly just been, like, jamming a lot of acceptance speeds, like, of course, in preparation. But, yeah, like I said, it's one of my favorite DGD records, so, you know, I've been spinning that one hard. Um, Yeah, really not too much. Just a couple mentions right there. Uh, How about you, Cash? Uh, I don't really have anything that special (laughs) this week. Um. Listen to Attack Attack today because they're getting back together. Oh, Just... actually, actually, yeah, that's, a, that's a, another. <laughs> I'm trying to see what song I have. Um, bro, bro, Ashley's here is like my favorite Attack. Someday came suddenly. Actually, also, like the, the they're song... getting back together without Johnny Frank and Caleb Shomo, and obviously not Austin Carlisle. Austin Carlisle is not going to be. Are they really? Are yeah, they, it's just what? Did they confirm the lineup? It's well, it, I don't know if they confirmed the lineup, but it's not Johnny Frank, it's not Caleb Shomo, and it's like they, they confirmed almost, who, it's certainly not Austin Carlo. It's kind of like a like a drugs reunion, except without the singer or anything. Yeah, but I mean, like Johnny Frank had been out of the band for quite a while. Yeah, he's been but, out since like what 2010. Yeah, and then he got Sturges at least to produce it. Yeah, it would be cool if the you know most of the some someday came suddenly uh lineup came back. Yeah. That's the attack at least a collab. I mean, when if they ever get back like Kyo Shomo and or Johnny or just one of them for a tour, like I'm gonna be there for sure. Yeah, Kasha, I'm like for glad you up Attack Attack, because like I forgot, but I, I listened to the song like The Family, and like I don't know, I was kind of vibing with that. Like I don't know if y'all are familiar with that track, but yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I think I know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, I, I don't really I haven't really listened to them too much. I, I don't remember what I gotta remember what album that is from the, the family. Uh, this means war. That's like twelve a, album. Yeah, that was like their last album. I think. Yeah, that was a late one. That was about Caleb Shomo or Johnny Frank. I think actually Caleb Shomo might have been on it, but yeah, it's like I'm usually not into that like that type of. Well, I don't know what what genre would you, would you call Attack Attack? Crabcore. Well, the, the first album. Yeah, they're literally they are the crab core. Yeah, metalcore. Metal they, metal they, they started the crab core wave. Like it's they, it's not called crab core without them. But John Johnny's uh, vocals on uh someday came suddenly like oh they were so yeah. good, so good. I haven't even listened to it, but like I just like that title. Like, it's a great album, one of my favorites. And then uh, Attack Attack, like their self-titled album, is also great too. And then I don't think I ever really listened that much to their last one because it's just, you know. <laughs> Darn, dude. Didn't like it. Um. And then after that, pretty much, like, I don't know, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Sugar Ray and, I don't know. I feel like I listened to a lot of Green Day last week for some reason. <laughs> but, yeah, nothing yeah, really that special. September already ended. Yeah, I know. Actually, you know why I listened to Green Day a lot last week? The first time, the first time I listened to it last week was because I found this YouTube video where like they did an AI ending to um, they would to um what's it called to Basket Case, which was like actually really interesting to listen to. I was about to send it to y'all, but I forgot. But yeah, that's it for me. Should I believe that concludes our recent listens? Unless y'all have anything. No, I'm good. They're on there. Well, shoot. All right, guys. Um, I guess we can plug the socials. Shoot. Yeah. Where can they find you at, Cash? You can reach me at Cash the Toolman Spicer on Twitter or the Cash Lean Spicer on Instagram. Um, also, I just want to, I just want to say real quick, um, so I'm like 24 and so I mostly know just people in their twenties with the exception of Moses and Ryan and, um, Oh, I thought you were their age as well. No, I'm not in my thirties, but, um, I've had to go to like too many funerals like lately. So, I mean, Y'all should, if y'all are listening, y'all should, uh, it's been a really tough time, so y'all should go check it on your friends if y'all have, if y'all can, or or if you need help, you should, you know, seek it out, because, yeah, shit is really tough right now, and I'm sure people would understand if you need help, so. We're afraid to reach That's out. An important message. Yeah. Also, if you're if you're a listener and you're going through a tough time, you can hit us up. Yeah, you know, feel free. We'll be happy we to talk to y'all. 
We have a group chat. You're always welcome to join it. One-on-one, any of us, you reach out. We're always available to help. Shoot, anytime. But if you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Ryan slash slash. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan slash slash one. That's the number one. But um, you can also find my band at Stay Still Official on Instagram at Stay Still Cal. C-A at Twitter. So, yeah, that's me, David. Shoot, yeah, man. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Pottinger.david. And you can find me at f- Facebook at David Pottinger. Shoot. We can shoot. You can talk to me about your problems. We can listen to happiness and be sad together. Uh, but yeah, uh, Moses, I think. Uh, David, do not recommend happiness to someone if they reach out to you. <laughs> Drowning in the lake. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be good. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> I'm through being Mo on there. Twitter, Shadow X Mo, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Peace out, everybody. Later. You've yes, been sir. you've Y'all been listening. Take care, folks. Jumps.